Darkness is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pandora. It's a good good Monday morning to you folks out there in our radio land. Radio audience is always happy to be with you and bring you some some thoughts on the subject that we're speaking about for a while now, looking at demon worship and all those things. But today we're going to begin bring you this study on what the church has lost and how to regain it. Isn't that, doesn't that whet your appetite just a little bit, folks? What the church has lost and how to regain it. Are you, are, are you, are you aware of what, how the church now, the modernists have watered down the church and salvation is a shake in the preacher's hand? None of that is true, my friend. Speaking in tongues, that's not salvation. All of those things, my friend. We bring in you what the Lord says. He says, come well, let me tell you what. He said, Abraham, believe God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. That don't mean you can go out here on the street, Highway 190 in front of this chapel here, and flag somebody down and tell them to trust Jesus. That don't mean a thing in the world, my friend. There is a preparatory work. There's a preparation. Everything has a preparation time, and and, and the Lord does that through the work of the Holy Spirit. But let's get back to our study. We're looking at what the church has lost and then what, how to handle, how to gain it back. Let's look. We bring to the close this morning our service that we've been doing for 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 quite a while, and uh, but we're going to start now this morning. What the church has lost, and how to regain it. What the church has lost, and how to regain it, my friend. Just as the world has rejected God's love gift, the Lord Jesus Christ, so the church today has rejected the Holy Spirit. That's right. The church today has rejected the Holy Spirit. Now, I know that there's a movement with all of this, uh, uh, what we call Pentecostalism and all of those things, but we're not talking about that. Just as man of the world knows nothing about the Lord Jesus Christ as his personal Savior and Lord, so does the church today know nothing about the abiding Spirit of God in His love and communion. Just as the business world carries on its business in the energy of the flesh, so has the average church degenerated. Listen to that word, degenerated to the low level of carrying on its worship and every phase of its activities in the energy of the flesh. Oh, my friend, and the power of the intellect. The churches now won't, won't hire, if you will, a pastor now unless he's got a, a Ph.D. and all of those things behind his name. That's right. That's right. I told you about this man that wrote me a letter, and he said, uh, Pastor Pendora, since you're the voice of truth, and we have a broadcast by that title, Pastor Shelton's work, he said, since you're the voice of truth, I want to ask you a question. He said, I'm a college graduate. I have an MA and a BD and all those things. I don't know what all they are. But he said, I also have a PhD pending. And he said, I want to ask you a question. Who was Cain's wife? So naturally, I, I can tell him. I said, well, I, I don't really know a whole lot, but I can tell you who Cain's wife was. Any Bible student can tell you that. Cain's wife was his sister. And I, I don't have a PhD and all those things. But... Uh, I know that. My dad told me a fool could ask a question that a smart man couldn't answer. But I answer your question, my friend. And I wrote him back and told him that and never did hear no more from him. He just wanted to be, uh, hurl a little 
sarcasm at me, I guess. Listen, if you want to get a picture of the present-day church, turn with me to Revelation 3.20, and here it is. Here he, I'm reading it. Let me read it for you. And Christ said, this is the Lord Jesus Christ speaking, my friend. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice, and open the door, I will come unto him, into him, and will sup with him, eat supper with him, and he with me. Let me read that for you again. Maybe you will put down your pots and pans, Mama, there, and biscuit pan, and, and just sit and listen for 15 minutes. Will you do that for me? I appreciate it. Behold, the Lord said. You know what that word means? Wake up. Take, pay attention. Behold, I... Stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. It is the, listen, it is the piercing of Christ rejected. It is a picture of Christ rejected. It is a picture of the church attending at the door, knocking. Like, Can you picture that, my friend? Knocking. And open the door and listen now, waiting for someone to hear his voice and open the door and let him in. Now, that's plain, plain preaching, my friend. Oh, listen, I got a phone call from a lady this morning in North Carolina. She said, Pastor Pendor, I love that old-time, old-fashioned preaching you folks do there at Radio Mission where you don't water the Bible down, you don't do off on a tangent, you just preach the raw gospel, I call it. That's the old trailblazer coined that expression, just a raw gospel. That's what we bring. Therefore, let's get back to our study. The first thing that the church has lost today is the presence of Christ. Oh, my friend. I, 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 I watch occasionally a religious program on television, and I hear them on the radio. My friend, oh, but listen. The first thing that the church has lost is the presence of Christ. They talk about Christ, but he's not there, but he's not there. They have lived without him so long until they don't miss his presence. That's right, my friend. That's exactly right. You'll hear the average person say today, there's something wrong with our church. Wish we could return back to the great old days of revival. But my brother, my sister, the thing that is wrong is the absence of the presence of the Son of God, Christ crucified, buried, and risen. You won't hear it. You won't hear it. Another thing you won't hear, you won't hear him call a sinner a sinner. I ask my folks here oftentimes in my congregation, are you saved? Are you saved? Are you sin? Are you awakened sinner? Are you a lost sinner? I do, my friend, because I have to be true. Did you know the old trailblazer is going to have to stand and give an account of his ministry? Oh, my friend, but it takes the grace of God to go on day by day, day by day. Pastor, why are, why are you so positive and definite in your statement that we have lost the presence of Christ? Folks ask me that. All right. If Christ were present in your assembly, if Christ were present in your prayer meetings, if Christ were present in your group meetings, your Bible classes, your social gathering, you would be talking about him. That's what, that's what we have here. 
our folks gather, they talk about the Lord. We have prayer meeting on Sunday night. People speak up, talk about the Lord. We have prayer meeting on Saturday afternoon, the men in one place and the women in another. We talk about the Lord. We ask the Lord. We pray to the Lord. Listen, let a group of born-again believers come together like we do here, whether preachers or laymen or women are, and the thing that uppermost in their mind is Christ and what he has done for them. It's a personal thing, my friend. You know, the, the average church today, they say, come on and shake the preacher's hand and trust Christ, trust Christ as your personal Savior. Well, let me tell you this, little. The Lord Jesus Christ does not stand before you to be accepted or rejected. You stand before him. That's right. You stand before him to be accepted or rejected, not the other way around, my friend. You don't have the privilege of rejecting Christ. No, sir. Listen, you do not see or hear that today. The average group of preachers will talk about their church programs, their church building, different phases of their church life, and the programs that they have and the ball games and all of those things. Or they'll be laughing and cracking jokes. I heard a preacher on the radio back in New Orleans when we were there. And he came on quite a while before we did, and I was listening. He said he said he had told 2,000 jokes, and he'd written a book, I Tell a Joke. I said, yeah, he's a jokester, all right. I listened to him a couple of times. He was nothing but jokes, my friend. It won't be no joke. When the Lord will say, depart from me, my friend, I never knew you. Depart from me, I never knew you. You know that great white that great white throne just judgment. Every name be your name will be called out and the angel look in the book to see if your name's written in the Lamb's book of life, my friend. And if it's not, he'll come back to the Lord and say, No, his name not there. And the Lord will say, Depart from me, I never need my friend, this is real. This is real. You'll be cast into outer darkness where there'll be weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. My friend, this is not a joke. Salvation is the greatest thing that ever happens to a soul. If it does, you'll spend eternity in the heaven with the Lord. But if not, spend eternity in that other place. I don't even want to talk about it, my friend, but it won't be pleasant, my friend. said there'll be weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. Or they'll not only be laughing and joking, lighting up a cigar or a cigarette and uh, talk about the latest movie and all those things, but they seldom ever do they mention Christ and how he saved them. The Bible tells us, my friend, my pastor friend, he tells you and me, always be ready to give an account of what's happened to us. I'm paraphrasing the scripture, of course. Be ready to give an account of what the Lord has done for you, my friend, whether you're a preacher or just a poor old sinner saved by grace, like the old trailblazer. I'm just a poor old sinner saved by the grace of God, and I can stand here and tell you that Christ is all in all to me, and every individual who's ever been saved can tell you the same thing. Christ died for me. Did Christ die for you, my brother, my sister? You up early this morning cooking breakfast, making biscuits maybe. Do women still make biscuits? My wife did. Lord knows she's gone on to be with the Lord. But, boy, we had the biscuits every morning, just about every morning, and fed them kids before they went to school, my friend. Biscuit and syrup and bacon and 
sometime uh, gravy and all those things. But anyhow, the Lord knows all about it. But we're missing. We're looking at what the church has lost. We're just getting started. And uh, if you would, if you would help me with the broadcast, if you little, if you call over the fence and tell your neighbor over there you uh, drink coffee with. Come on over here and listen to the old Trailblazer tomorrow morning. Tell them what time. Tell them what time it comes on. And if you would write me and tell me where you're listening from You're on the internet, our radio, our our website now. A big part of most ministries have a website now. Ours is www. Don't forget those w. That means worldwide web. RadioMission.org, and my friend, we're worldwide. We know the, the broadcast, the internet broadcast, internet radio goes all over the world. Shortwave radio out of Nashville, Tennessee, goes all over Europe, all over there, and we just just going on some new avenues of using the thumb drive now to get the message out all over the all over the known world. We have a way of finding out where folks listen. I get a report on that every month, and it's growing by leaps and bounds. How many people? Some of them not, may not listen, but they go there, and they'll yeah, be back. To, old Trailblazer will be back tomorrow with another broadcast. And so before we go, remember, my phone number here is air code 225-664-8658. I'll be glad to talk to you. Oh, my friend, that's what I love to do. And I come here early in the morning. Pick up the phone so we pick up the calls off of the answering machine. But remember, help us with the broadcast just a little bit if you can, or a lot maybe. Maybe the Lord has blessed you abundantly. Share it with us. Help get out the gospel, my friend. And uh, remember, the old trailblazer, be back tomorrow with another message. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you to listen to the live Sunday morning Bible School of the Air and morning worship hour broadcasts from 10 a.m. to noon Central Time. These broadcasts are available on the Radio Missions Internet Radio Station. For more information, visit our website at radiomissions.org or call the church office at 225-664-8658.